Hey guys and girls, welcome back to Behind the Sign Acting Advice, Advice for Actors. My name is Jesse Daly, and today I have an awesome guest on the podcast, Corey Leger. Corey, what is up? Hey, thanks so much for having me. Oh, of course, Corey. So, guys and girls, Corey has, you've done a lot, Corey. You're an, <laughs> an, an actor, you're a voice, a voiceover actor, you're an acting coach. Um, can you just, you know, tell me a little bit about your, you know, your your, your career and your work so far in, in the entertainment in this industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, I obviously started in the world of acting um, and still am very much active in that today. I primarily focus in on-camera and voiceover acting, like you said. Um, theater was always my first and, and my first love, of course, but after a few um, heartbreaks and <laughs> less than professional experiences in theater, I actually found on-camera and loved it and loved the community of film and television. Um, so that was kind of where I started to focus more of my acting energy. Okay. And then voiceover came after that, and that was just a whole other world of opportunity that I was never even taught about in school. Like when you're studying to be an actor, voiceover doesn't come up right. as an option. Um, so that was a fun discovery that I was like, oh, this, like, of course I knew voiceover existed, like from a you know, a logical perspective right. because there are animated shows, but it never occurred to me that that could be part of my acting career. Um, and then on top of that, I've, I've been a creative coach for actors and voiceover artists for a while now. Um, and I dabble in filmmaking on the side too. So you're doing like a ton of amazing stuff. <laughs> You. So that so to, you know, there's a there there's a lot you know that you just kind of talked about and 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 um you know my my main question that that I think would be so interesting for um you know for a lot of the the listeners here on this podcast because I haven't really had a chance to talk to someone who's had so much success you know in in especially in voiceover like I listened to your your um your voiceover reel and you've done like a ton of of commercials and and I have to say too I'm originally from uh from Boston and I heard what? I yeah and and I heard your Brigham's ice cream um <laughs> on your reel and for those listening like like Brigham's is the best ice cream and it's a very like New England thing right so so I so I literally Corey I'm not even joking I like googled Brigham's after I heard that I was like because I I just I grew up on that ice cream and I was like I have to see if it's still like a big thing so can you just tell me a little bit about like you know for people who are interested in voiceover work in like you know in particular how how yeah. did you find you know so much success in that field you're doing audiobooks correct and yes and yes yeah, so yeah. How, how did that all like you know come come to be you know I this is one of my favorite stories to tell because it was such a it was such a series of like random events <laughs> that don't add up at all like my dog is a big part of why I became a voiceover actor really so, yeah so okay so let me start from the beginning but I'll try to keep it short <laughs> um so I first like got introduced to the concept of voiceover being at all a part of my acting career 
when I, I did this weird little stint in San Francisco where I was only going to be there for six weeks, and I wanted to keep my acting craft fresh and up to date, but the only class I could find that happened like in its entirety while I was in San Francisco was a voiceover class. And I was like, okay, well, that sounds cool. I've never done voiceover before. I don't really know anything about that world. Right. I'm just going to take it because why not? I'm here. I might as well. Um, and I loved it. It was awesome. And then, of course, the, the teacher was like, you remind me of a younger version of me. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. Like, this is great. Because um, she was very successful in her field in San Francisco. And I was like, oh, that's meant to be. Right. So, I got a microphone, kind of dabbled in it for a while, but I moved to New York at the time and was doing a lot of theater and a lot of on-camera work. So voiceover kind of stayed on the side as like, oh, yeah, I have a mic. Like, that's kind of cool. Right. And then, you know, dabbled for a little bit here and there. Jumped forward to my then boyfriend, now husband, and I decided to adopt a dog. And our amazing, lovely little mini rescue poodle Cooper um I love him to death (laughs) the best uh he had the worst separation anxiety though when we got him like horrible horrible separation anxiety to the point that I really couldn't leave the house for like or the apartment for like the first month that we had him and I was like oh no (laughs) like (laughs) I live in New York I need to make rent and I need to stay you know working and and relevant and how do I do that from home right while I'm training this puppy that it's okay for him to be alone because if you you know if any of your listeners live in apartment buildings I'm sure we've all experienced that dread of like if I'm too loud I could get evicted right right (laughs) here I am having this dog who like howls and scratches at the door and barks and cries and like literally could do property damage if I leave him alone I like literally couldn't leave him alone jeez so I was like okay uh I guess I'm gonna lean into voiceover because I can do that from my apartment um so within two weeks I recorded my own demo I like started pitching myself to jobs and I had already booked my first gig within two weeks wow um And that was kind of the little push I needed to just lean into it. And the more that I worked in it, the more I realized, wow, this is, like, really fun. Like, this is a whole other avenue of acting that has opened up for me um, that I can just have as part of my career. It doesn't have to be my whole career. It doesn't have to be the only piece, but it's another piece that I can add that can, can supplement all of the creative energy that I have going on and, and be another avenue for it. That is, that's fascinating. I mean, first of all, I think that's a, a, an amazing story that about the little doggy and then how you like, you know, you, your, your care for, would you say the, the, um, Cooper, is that the puppy's name? Cooper, yep. <laughs> your, you know, your, your care for, for the puppy, you know, also tied right into your, you know, your, your, your your craft as as an actor and and I just think that that's such a you know an an awesome lesson for our listeners like how how to be 
creative and to use you know everything going on in your life at that time to keep yeah. you know pushing your you know to to further your career and so so did you then get an an agent you know like a manager for 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 voiceover or how did that all go yeah, so I am represented with, um, I do have an agent for voiceover work. That was um, kind of another, like, series of unexpected events. Yeah. At the time, I had a an on-camera rep, um, and the agency that I was with didn't have a voiceover department. So I booked a random voiceover gig on my own, but it was it was a bigger gig than I had booked on my own before. And so I, I went to my agent, and I was like, hey if you negotiate this contract for me, I, I'm, I'll give you your commission. Like, That's I'm happy smart. to do that. Yeah. Um, and she, so she did. And then literally, I think it was like less than a month later, or maybe just about a month later, they opened a voiceover department at wow. the agency. So I had just booked a voiceover gig and they booked, and then they opened this division of the agency. So they were like, well, do you want to come be in the new department? And I was like, um, yes. It's, it's basically your department. <laughs> <laughs> that's wow. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's so smart that you, that, that, that you, you, you know, approach the situation that way too. And, and were and were you finding just for anyone listening, like, were you finding these jobs? Like I, I know on your, on your, your bio, on your website, mm-hmm. you talked about, you know, you talked about going through backstage. I used to do that all the time. And I was like, you know, <laughs> going through, I, I would go down to, um, I, I used to live right off of Sunset Boulevard in, in Hollywood. So I'd walk down and get the backstage, you know, imprint version. I was, you know, go through a few auditions. How did you find your, or, or how do you find, um, you know, w- w- you know, outside of the, auditions that your agents will send you how do you find your your work yeah so um a bunch of different ways at that time I did a lot of a lot of sites similar to backstage so just like um backstage or actors access or casting networks for on-camera work are places where you know we as actors can see some of the breakdowns obviously not all of them um but some of them there are voiceover auditions on those sites too, but there are also similar sites that are always changing. So I won't name any of them in particular, just because there's none that I, none that I love because they're always changing. And then sometimes they get a little weird and sleazy and sometimes not. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. um, But if you just like Google, you know, essentially pay to play sites where you can pay a subscription to get access to the auditions that are on those sites. There are some that are voiceover specific. So I've dabbled with a bunch of different sites like that. Um, Also, for audiobooks, I will mention ACX, which is the Audible backend, um, is a great way to connect with, like, indie authors that are looking for narrators for their books. So a lot of my audiobooks I got through ACX that way. And then just some, like general outreach um you know connecting with small businesses or you know authors who i do some research for on amazon and realize hey they don't have an audiobook yet for their book and i just find their email and pitch them it's a lot of you know the the general hustle of trying to bring in gig work like that and connecting with people who genuinely might need what i can help them with Right. No, and that's I think that's so smart. And again, for people that are, are, are listening to to this podcast, you know, it's like, you know, I, I feel like, you know, Corey, what you're doing is so inspirational for actors because it's like you're you're you totally are um 
you know, learning how to operate your business and like going with like in different avenues by being that creative and like you know it it takes a lot of work as you were mentioning like you know you know um you know to to reach out to small businesses finding emails that's a lot of time and a lot of you know just work just to to get those gigs and i think that it's it's a very like a great point for anyone listening that like you have to constantly push yourself to do those things right even when you might not feel like you really want to it's so important to do that yeah absolutely and you know nobody is ever going to care about your career as much as you are yeah so if you're expecting your agents to hustle for you like you got to be hustling on your your end too a hundred percent and and so you know your so your work then you know, that's, of course, that's one area that you've been working in, but you've been doing on camera work and you're a coach. Can you tell me a little bit about that for anyone listening? And also if anyone would like to, you know, possibly work with you as a coach, how, how does your, your, um, how does this all work? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I have been coaching for, uh, I, I can't even tell you when I started because I don't <laughs> know, it kind of like grew, um, as a lot of coaches, I think I started with just a lot of like free coffee chats with yeah. friends and acquaintances who are like, can I pick your brain? And I'm like, sure, buy me a coffee. <laughs> Half the time I'd end up buying my own coffee anyway. I mean, just sit and chat. Um, <laughs> but I have a background in education actually as well. And uh, at a certain point I realized like I am very split left, right brain. I have a lot of um, organization and like goal setting and strategic strategy and strategic planning side of me as well as the creative side of me yeah and I realized that that was something that a lot of my friends and and fellow actors wanted help with and um, needed the support around and that was something that I could give them and so I really started to uh, offer that as a service so I have you know, I have options for people to work with me one-on-one in a bunch of different capacities, whether it's, you know, a quick brain pick or a long ter- long-term creative coaching to help you move forward with, with your career as a multi-passionate actor. Um, and then I also offer free workshops or one-off sessions. Um, and I have some courses too. So if anybody is really interested in getting into voiceover, I actually have a voiceover course that's all about creating your own demo from home and like getting started with the voiceover process. Great. So yeah, anybody can reach out to me. I'm on Instagram at creating with Corey and my website is creating with Corey as well. So connect with me. I love chatting with new people and, and seeing what is the best option to help people move forward faster in their career, depending on where they are. That's, that's awesome. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that it's, again, like I just, I'm, I'm learning, you know, from you just, you know, as you're talking about a lot of these things. And I, I, I think that even what you just mentioned about your, your background in, in teaching and education, it's like, you know, all of those things, you know, those, those components tie in so well with a career as, as an actor. And, you know, just to, to, to um, ask another question about your voiceover work, I, I, especially now with, um, with what's going on with uh, 
obviously after the the when when the pandemic happened there were so many you know shutdowns and people were working from home were you able to continue your work specifically like you know just front in voiceover from working from home and is that an option that for people that may not live in in you know like LA or New York is that a good you know would you believe that that's a good field for people to to pursue absolutely there's so much voiceover work that is record from your home studio these days. You know, it, it was, I would say before the pandemic hit, auditions, at least the auditions that I was getting, were like 80% record from home and 20% in person. And these days, almost all auditions are from home. And the vast majority of the jobs are you can record from your home studio or you can come in if you're local. But it has opened up so much opportunity because everybody is it's a lot more feasible these days for people to live in one state and record with somebody in a completely different state because right. people have gotten their home studio setups figured out and and sound studios have figured out how to connect to home studios and edit that audio and make sure that it sounds good so yeah, during the pandemic, I was able, I was very fortunate in that I was able to continue to take jobs and, and work from home once voiceover, you know, I think voiceover was one of the quickest to bounce back right. and to find, figure out how do we do this in this new world and how do we, um, how do we make this work with this, this new normal that we're all living in now. That's, yeah, no, it's it's very smart, and I think you know, and and you know, I've even noticed for you know with with like on camera stuff, it's like it's it's wild how like so many auditions are just still from home, and I don't really necessarily know that's gonna like change that anytime really soon because I think that it's like I mean that that whole like process of going to an audition was always I mean of course it's they they still have them in person, but it's like. You know, it was always such a stressful thing, and I and I I would imagine that a lot of casting directors. I mean, I don't know, but I'd imagine a lot of casting directors are seeing some really great reads from actors that are not just in that like like in their head in the room. You know, because they're stressed. I bet that's something that is it is you know surprising for them. Yeah. No. I. I mean, I've definitely heard casting directors say that. Too, really. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. It makes. It makes sense, right? There's this. This audition anxiety that comes with being in the room, and you're like, ah, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Like, right. Oh, that's just so different than you know. It, it's not representative of what you would do on set, and it's not representative of your best quality. And don't get me wrong. Like, there are. I think. There are good and bad things about having auditions in person, but I love that so many of the auditions have moved to self-tapes because it opens it up to... Like everyone. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, There's that's no so true. There's like, no barrier anymore of can you get to the audition at the time that you needed to be there and you need to live within this far of the I city. know. Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> oh, right? You talk about a financial barrier for people. Of like, course. 
necessities are so expensive, but needing to be that close, it's like, okay, I'm just like throwing literally all my money at rent. Here we go. I know. Yeah, no, that's, that's such a, a good point. And, and yeah, so, you know, and, and I have a couple more questions here because I feel like I would be talking your ear off <laughs> for, for the rest of the day. But um, basically the, the other question that I have here is, you know, a, a major theme that I, I like to talk about on my podcast and on my social media, um, especially about being, you know, an actor is about being your authentic, the authentic version of yourself. So can you just like, you know, maybe share some of your thoughts about the importance of embracing your individuality as an actor? Yes, I 100% agree with you on this. I think that being who you are authentically and showing up as yourself is so important in this industry because it is a relationship industry, right? It's, it is so much about who you know and who you've connected with. And I think sometimes that can be shifted into a negative, like, Oh, it's about who, you know, and I don't have any connections. So like, woe is me. But if you can shift your mindset around that and think like, no, it's about like, it's about community and it's about, the collaborators that I want to be working with and the people that I connect with showing up as who you are so that you can connect with people who you vibe with and who understand and and get your artistic life as well. It's, it's so important to build those relationships that are going to last and are going to, get all of all of us to the places in our career that we want to go because we're all peers and yeah it's important to remember that like it's not that casting directors hold the power and you know we're the actors and we're just trying to please them and like make ourselves whatever they want us to be it, it is a collaboration between all of the creatives in the we're all working for the same thing right we all just want to tell beautiful stories and inspiring stories that are important and that we connect with. And if we can just remember that and, and create our lives to fit that model so that we are working towards a life that we feel aligned with rather than a life that is the life that everyone tells us that we should be trying to work for in order to be a quote unquote successful working actor then we can actually be living our authentic selves and find the joy in the career that we say that we want. Absolutely. No, I, I think that that's, that was said so well. And, you know, one thing that I, I, I was thinking about when you were talking about that is, you know, when, you know, when people say things like, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's all about who you know, like, kind of like what you were just saying, it's like, it's, I, I like to say it's it's more about who knows you because it's like mm-hmm. you could know everybody but if they but if the people that are like you know let's say a casting director knows that you know like Corey is gonna show up on time and is really talented at you know like her her craft it's like they know you they know who you are and there's just such an incredible value in that so it's um yeah no I love what you said there and and basically my my final question um would be you know what would be like the the most important piece of advice that you could share for anyone who might be interested in starting out in in the entertainment business yeah 
this is a great segue because my my biggest suggestion for anybody who's just getting started and honestly for anyone who's even been in it in a while is connect 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 meet people build your community don't be afraid to ask questions i think sometimes we're told like oh like be careful you don't want to sound green but instead of that why don't we just live in a place of curiosity and and stay curious ask the questions learn give as much as you take and just build that network of people that community of people around you that you want to continue to work with moving forward I think that is awesome, Corey. And and can you just tell our our listeners again your your website so they can you know follow you? Absolutely. Um, so I'm creating with Corey um, is both my website and my Instagram handle. I'm pretty much exclusively on Instagram these days, so that would be the best place to find me. And um, I'd love to hear from anyone who listens to the podcast. So if it if something resonated with you, please shoot me a DM or or shoot me an email, whatever whatever is your jam and let's connect i second that definitely Corey. thank you so much for being on the podcast and and of course and guys and girls thank you for listening definitely connect with Corey, and i will see you soon back here on the podcast